Hey guys, my name's James. I'm Corwin. And welcome to Ho Ho Ho! This movie's gay, but I'm freaking upset right now. I'm, I'm upset, Are you the Corwin. Are you, I'm upset. Are you Krampus right now? Are you cramping? Okay. You're cramping as Krampus. Guys, once again. He looks like he's cramping. We are recording very late on a so Sunday night. Late. It's a Sunday night, got nothing to do but hang with Corwin and watch these movies. That's right, guys. But today, no, no, no. Today, no, no, no. We are very exhausted. It's been yes, a week. Yes, yes, To the point where I was like, Corwin, I messaged him before he came over. I was like, I don't think we can do a full movie today. And I looked at... I should have also ex- expanded my scope to LGBT TV specials. That's a lot of tea right there. I'm talking about titties. And one Jeez. of one thing that did come up when I put in short films was the Pee-wee's Playhouse Christmas special. And I was like, Corwin, we can do this. And I was very excited, but we didn't do that, as you see by the title. And I, I was He gonna... messaged me, and I went, no, I don't wanna. Yes, you said that. And I was gonna, I had like a, like a, Corwin, pull up a chair, or Chifero. And I was gonna like do a parody of the Pee-wee's Playhouse, but it's gonna be the Marshland Playhouse. Uh, you can do that when we have a Marshland Christmas special with the people from Hit It and Credit. This movie's gay. What the hell mouth. We're not doing... I mean, it's it's Wednesday. If you want to come over on Wednesday. We need to just in the future, we'll record one in in the summer. Yes. That's, and, and then we'll just play it in the winter. I, actually, it would probably have to be like September or October because... No one really wants to come over in the summertime. Oh no, it would be so oh, it's fucking so hot. hot with Which that would many be people. So funny because it would just be <laughs> it would be me and TC being drunk and and little Corey. It would just be a stripping, just like oh, it's so fucking hot. I mean, taking clothes off, which is what I was already doing on the chicken episode. Everyone else on Marshland Media is kind of a drunk. It's only We're not, not me a and drunk. No, I mean like. You guys casually drink. That's a drunk in my book. My book, it's just a pamphlet. And it says, hey, guys. His book's just You ever been straight edge? It's a pamphlet on straight edgeness. Hey, this is Nicole saying that James thinks that anyone that drinks one drop of alcohol, he <laughs> says they're an alcoholic and a drunk. So <laughs> I was kissing Nicole. Uh, Nicole, what'd you think of that play you saw? Uh, and shout out the where it from. I just breathed in your, I just breathed in your breath. It was disgusting. Not that it's bad smelling. It's just it's gross to breathe in someone's breath, regardless. It's so warm. Um, they're um, struggling. Shout out to Nina and Looking Glass Theater Company. The steadfast tin soldier was fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in Chicago still and you want to check it out. Go to the Looking Glass Theater Company. See if there's still ticket available. It's selling well. It, it is. They do. Their oh, shows are good. Oh, speaking of selling well, ooh, if you're a wrestler and you get hit by a brick, you better sell that. Okay. I've been watching a lot of wrestling with regret. That's all of my free time. Very little of it has been that. I had Friday off and Nicole was spending time with family and I think I watched this YouTube series for maybe two hours, three hours before Amazing. bed. It's great. 
my time off consists of me being at home at really late and I should be sleeping, but instead of sleeping, I'm blowing dro playing pokemon or something oh how know. is uh, the new one the new one how is it yeah. sun and sword it's, jesus christ shield sword and shield <laughs> <laughs> this is how you know james is tired yeah y'all. guys also i'm doing weird voices so that means i'm tired too or you're stoned your dome um it's good. It's fun. <laughs> Glowing review. They're going to put that on the back of the cover when I they... I mean, they should. How enthusiastic am I about most things? It, it's fun. It's good. <laughs> uh, I haven't really played Pokemon since, like, Ruby. Oh, dang. Or, no, not even... Was Ruby the one where they re-released, like, Fire... Or, not Fire, uh, Red... Um, fire red and yeah it was for advanced yeah that's the last time i played it and i didn't play the generations like between i just played like i played like pokemon blue and then i played fire red i was a yellow boy that's my experience with pokemon the only way i was able to play yellow was it was after the last day of school there was still stuff in the lost and found and i needed a backpack so then I, I was like, hey, I'll get the backpack. No, it's The lost and found is up for grabs now. So uh, I got the backpack, went home, and they had sapphire and yellow in there. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, crap. So I was able to play it because I had an N64 with Pokemon Stadium. And the you go to this specific spot in Pokemon Stadium, and you can play the Game Boy games with a cartridge in the back of the controller where the rumble pack goes. So that I was able to play Pokemon Yellow. Incredible. I don't remember that, but I did play Pokemon Stadium. Did Pokemon Stadium Yeah, it did it have one of the camera games in it too? No, that's just Pokemon Snap. Then I also played Pokemon Snap. Oh, it's so good, guys. Or Are, a demo of Pokemon Snap? I don't remember. There is someone because I believe I sold Pokemon Snap recently that when they load it up when they buy it, they will see the first save is listed as Mom Pube. And they'll be like, who the fuck had this? Hey, guys, if you bought one from the exchange in Chicago and you got mom pube, that was me. Oh, my God. Because we we wanted to put mom pubes, Nicole and I, but you couldn't fit S in it. So it's just mom pube. When you put a, did you put a space? No space. No space. Yeah. Okay. Now you can have like a you could have a name that's a hundred and fifty characters. <laughs> oh, that's and, excessive. Yeah, I know. I that's think it's only tweet. like I think it's only like seventy one. That's a tweet. I know. One hundred and fifty, right? Tweet, tweet. I don't know. But yeah, guys, I'm peaced about uh, not being able to do uh, yeah Pee Wee Playhouse. He wanted to do that, and I just I, I there's something about Christmas specials like that that I just or specials like that in general that I just don't like. I had it, and I believe it was a like a special cover and everything. I had it on VHS, and it was one of the few things we had on VHS, so I watched the crap out of that, regardless of the time of year. Yeah, I just, I when I was looking up LGBT Christmas movies and stuff, and not finding much, um, that was one of the things that popped up many times. Yes. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to. Can I do an episode by myself that is on that? You know what I'm going to say. It's a bonus episode. You know what I'm going to say. You're going to say go for it. No. I'm going to say you can do it on what's that day? What day? Corwin? You can do it on December 30th. December 30th? That's the day we're not releasing an episode. 
Which, Joanna, by the way, hello, folks. We are maybe, probably, more than likely not releasing an episode on December 30th because we're going to take a little break for a week. AKA, I need a vacation. And by vacation, I do mean staycation. I just need a week off of not doing anything because I've been working nonstop. nonstop. Ooh, nonstop. I'm like Alexander Hamilton. Oh, my God. Yeah, for an entire year, and I'm creatively exhausted, and... So he's going to take a little little week. Yeah. Going to so, hang out with the berries. We're going to have uh, a break, which is cool. Yeah. So just to give you a little forewarning there, since it's coming up. And that's all the Marshland Media stuff for Everything. a week. Besides Whole the week. mostly playing PlayStations, those are still releasing. Why are you releasing them? Because I can bank <laughs> two weeks worth in one sitting. Uh, I know, I'm just... You're just wrestling me. I'm tired. Oh, guys, but Corwin. What's up? What was today's oh, thing? Yeah. Oh, this God, is your episode. In. We are, so, we watched another TV show, and we did that because it is one of my favorite TV shows on television, and it's written and directed by an LGBT individual who also stars in it with their family. So we watched Schitt's Creek this week, the Christmas episode, which is sort of on its own. It wasn't in a season, but it on Netflix, they throw it at the end of season four. But when it came out to the public, it wasn't like a part of that season. It just got its own release uh, and was its own thing. So we watched that. It's kind of like Eric, if you're listening from Ranger Command Power Hour. It's like what they do on Netflix for the holiday specials of Power Rangers. I like that you specified that for one person. Yeah. Oh, also, <laughs> it takes two to toku. I, there are two people who watch Power Rangers who listen to this. <laughs> um, yeah, they just throw it on the end. Like any sick, like a lot of sitcoms do that too. They have a, a story arc throughout the season and then they'll have a bonus Christmas episode that yeah. does not have anything to do with the season or the continuation of a plot line or anything like that. So that's sort of like this. It is uh, it is well into the show. So there's there are a few things that happen, like a few like people together and things like that that you won't necessarily know if James, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. You won't necessarily know if you haven't watched the show from the beginning. But James has only seen the first three episodes of the show and he kept up. Yeah. Yeah, with the whole thing. Like two questions, but they're they're not game ending questions. Yeah. So basically Schitt's Creek is this wealthy family that loses all of their money because their business partner embezzled a lot of money and didn't pay taxes and things. So they lost all of their money and the only asset they were able to keep from the US government was a town that the father bought as a joke for his son. And the town's name is Schitt's Creek. So they are able to move to that town and live there basically for free because they own the town. So they end up moving to the town. They stay in a motel um, in two different rooms. And it's them adjusting to life in a small town, but also adjusting to constantly being around each other whereas before they were a family but they weren't as connected as they are being forced to live in a small place together so you know sitcommy things but it has a beautiful it's so funny and it it has a beautiful world is what i'm trying to say um because dan levy specifically wrote it 
where he didn't want like homophobia and things like that like present. So there are a couple moments in the show where stuff like that, like you're like, oh no. And the humor in the show sort of pulls a different reaction out of stuff like that instead of like your typical like gay jokes, I guess. Yeah. Whatever you would say. Um, But the Christmas episode, basically the dad, Johnny Rose, wants to have a Christmas party because they used to have huge Christmas parties whenever they were wealthy so that they can start some new Christmas memories. But he has this idea on Christmas Eve. And so he tries to get everyone to do like these, uh, like the guest list and decorations and he's going to go find a tree and all this stuff. And it's Christmas Eve. So none of it gets done and he gets upset and then goes off on his own, is still dreaming about the past. And then he comes back. Uh, his wife, Moira, comes and gets him and brings him back to the motel. And suddenly there are decorations, there are party guests, everything. So it has a sort of nice, nice, happy ending to it. And that's the plot of the episode. To a T, Corwin. I have one question. Sure, let's go. Do they have money now? They don't. So, I mean, they do. They they do, but they don't. So they're still in the town. If they had money, they would move out, Yeah, basically. But they're starting to get to their lives together. You should watch the show. It's wonderful. I won't explain more of that i guess because there's like stuff that happens in the show that yeah answers that so watch it okay it's so good i uh, the first two i guess like they didn't hit right i love chris elliott i think he's super funny who's that the mayor okay god just oh he was unwatchable uh, in the first couple episodes i just want to like hit him or or just be like dude literally everyone has the same same reaction everyone that i've talked to you you cannot stand him in the beginning he's so even this episode he was in it for two seconds and i was like (laughs) oh my god he grows on you a bit it takes a few episodes for him to grow on you but you you stop being so disgusted by him and start being like oh okay but he also does have his like super funny moments too. The show overall is is wonderful. Some people do take a few episodes to get into it, but I without fail will laugh every time I watch it. Yeah. So I, I it's a great concept and I l- love the episodes I've seen. Just for some reason, I think Nicole might not have wanted to keep watching it. I don't know. Yeah, well, Check it out. It's hilarious. But I I really don't have a lot of notes on it. It's great because it's written by Dan Levy, who is a a Jewish queer individual. It has his father, who is famous, Eugene Levy. And then it's actually got a sister in it as well, uh, Sarah Levy. So it's like a family thing. But then also you've got Catherine O'Hara, who has done comedy stuff with uh, Eugene Levy for ages so it they all have that like sort of rapport and I think Chris Elliott also like worked with them at some point I don't know I'm pretty sure but, were they, they were probably like groundlings I have no idea okay. but they're like yeah like it, the cast is just so good um, including the people that aren't super famous or weren't super famous before this so it's just it's 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 wonderful and I urge everyone to watch it. I actually saw them live in Chicago. Um they had a Schitt's Creek live at the Chicago Theater. There's a song that 
one of the characters sings in the show that pops up all the time and he sang it live and you know i i experienced emotion in public so you know that's a thing it happened this entire episode is just corwin vague his yes it, no it's your way of just telling you're like i wish i could tell all of my friends to watch a show i like yeah and this is it this is me telling all of my friends to watch a show that i like and it's this one and I do. I have forced so many people to watch this. I have also, I mean, forced so many people to watch Caleb Gallo. And that was brilliant. Yeah. So, like, you know, just listen to me. I have good opinions. So, I have one question. Does Eugene Levy dye his eyebrows? Maybe I don't know how eyebrow works. I don't think so. I think they're just naturally great. Uh, no, but they're. it seems like p- anyone out there, if you're a hair specialist, do... Eyebrows also go gray? I mean, he's not completely gray. but No, but he is more salt than pepper, and there is not a lick of gray in his brow. Eh, I don't know. Unless you're talking about that gray matter on his brow, because that dude's smart as hell. He's got that witticism. (laughs) And then my favorite part was the... I don't have time to mood yes. board a color scheme. They're they're trying to plan the party, and Dan Dan Levy's character David uh, David is so they're all wonderful. I'm just gonna keep saying they're wonderful. You don't um, need like for like if you keep going on side I, tangents of like God, like I just want to describe this show. That's when people might no, be like, I'm yeah, like, I'm not gonna Jesus. watch a show now. And I'm like, stop, stop doing that. But he's. He says the party's at seven and I don't have time to mood board a color scheme. And he he has shit like that throughout the whole thing. He has uh, a nice is is that store they own within the town? Yeah. Oh, so the town's on an up and up now. I sure. Cause it wasn't it like this Rinky Rinky Dink. dink? Yeah, that's the word I was gonna say. Little too. Rinky Dink. I was also gonna say po dunk, but I I, I mean feel... a, a little bit, yeah. I mean they're there, they're improving their lives, they're improving the town's life. They're doing things. They're making wow. moves. They're growing as people. Grow yourself and then also grow your community. That's Guys, the message for today. That's if, the Christmas message. If you're afraid this show is going to be like a sunny in Philadelphia where the characters don't grow and don't become real people, nice people, you're wrong. They're growing with the story. There's so much growth. Who lives, who grows, who grows the story? Who grows in their garden? Who grows their community? Who does good in their community? Guys, let us know. Who does good in your community? (laughs) It better be you. This is your message. I have a few things. Moira Rose has a very... Catherine O'Hara's character, she has a very specific way of talking. And I cannot... Like it's when I I try I can't do it I just can't do it it's and it's in I think a lot of people also have that experience. It's like if you took British and then theater talk and then <laughs> mash them together, but go in and out of it. That's what and it then, is. And then also have a very unique vocabulary added to it because like just getting her the way of talking is one thing, but the words that she uses are very specifically different. So it's so hard to do that. But you know the Mandalorian stuff? Yeah, I have not, I haven't seen it. Well, the Mandalorian's character from the Mandalorian show on Baby Disney Yoda. Plus, Baby Yoda, that became so popular. Everyone's tweeting about it. Schitt's Creek tweeted at one point uh, a picture of Baby Yoda and Moira 
Moira with like a greenish wig and it just said on there, Bebe Yoda. <laughs> and that is <laughs> throughout, there's one point in the show where she says baby a lot, but she says it like, she's like the baby. And it's so fucking funny. Jesus Christ. Bebe Yoda. <laughs> there's a there's a story arc in Ugly Betty. Have you ever seen Ugly Betty? I have not seen Ugly you Betty. Watch it, man. America it's really good. Ferreira, there, right? That's yes. her name. Amazing. There's a story arc where the fashion designer who's Irish or Scottish, I don't remember, has a baby spoiler alert for a very old show has a baby (laughs) i don't want a spoiler james then i won't like reveal she has a baby and (laughs) it like gets complications with not like the baby's going to die but complications are going kookiness is happening with the baby kookiness and she is constantly saying my baby my baby but it's like this comedy show but it's like also like it's a dramedy i guess you could say but it's to the point where now if someone is talking about a baby or That's all you it, think like of? yes if it's a dramatic thing and someone's like my baby i just go baby my baby <laughs> yeah there i went to a, a baby shower the other day and we definitely got on Shit's creek for a minute and one of my coworkers is so good at the moira voice and he and he was on that. Ryan Tang, Ryan, yeah. who was in Scrooge and Marley. Yes, S and M. Yeah, he is so so good at that voice. But he just kept going, bebe, the the bebe. No, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it, y'all. Start it's watching fine. the show more, and then you'll be able to get it. I watch the show so much. You should it's hire just... a dialect coach just for that dialect. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm flustered, man. I ha- I now have ulcers trying to teach you this because even I don't understand it. Yeah, basically. I would have to get the legend herself to teach me. Man, she was, in, then... that, she was in that spooky movie. I can't even say the name. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, that... Beetlejuice. Oh, no! Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Be- Hey Beetlejuice, guys, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It's Beetlejuice. I've said it three times. You're gone. Oh no! But then you said it even more. Now Beetlejuice, I'm back. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, oh no! You're gone. You burnt. Before Corwin did that, Beetlejuice actually wrapped a, a snake around his neck that was white and black striped, pinstripe even. And around he, mine, he couldn't get the last Beetlejuice. Oh no! I almost said it, but I'm Beetlejuice. I need to watch Beetlejuice so I can do this. <laughs> Yeah, you keep trying to do that bit, and I don't know where you're going with it. I, I watched Beetlejuice for the first time last year, actually. I just know that he pops out of a grave. I mean, I've seen it before, but not in a long time. And he has bad teeth, and I think he says like he hung out with Attila the Hun or something. I have no idea. Remember I watched it, Mulan? but I remember very little. Remember what? Mulan? I love Mulan. Attila the Hun was in that. You know, the, vo- the voice of Mulan, Ming-Na Wen, is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but she is in one of the episodes of The Mandalorian. I thought you were going to say in Schitt's Creek. No, I wish she was in Schitt's Creek. I love her. She's great. Ming-Na Wen, shout out to you. But Corwin, because this is an sh- uh, episode, we didn't watch an entire movie. Yeah, we didn't watch an entire movie. This, this episode is the length of the show we watch. I want to bring it to Christmas. Christmas. Corwin, what's your favorite or just a Christmas tradition you have or had? Maybe you had it as a child, you no longer have it now, or maybe it just made today. Or possibly 
I it's told from you. children. I told you my Christmas tradition last year. And now it's here. My tradition. Tr- my tradition. My trajectory. My Christmas tradition is watch and make the Yuletide gay. Okay. My Christmas <laughs> trajectory year. is towards them presents. <laughs> That's, yeah, same. No, I like giving presents more. My family also does a, a cookie day. So I tried to do that. And I've done, yeah, I've done that for the past couple of years. Um, at least made a few batches of cookies with with friends. Cookies? So maybe I'll do that again. But maybe not because I am very busy. Oh, man, you are. You got them 50 plus weeks coming up. I, and this week, too. Man, is a Corwin week. is paying off college tuition, baby. No, I'm not. What? I'm not paying off those loans. Wait, have you already paid it all off? No. Oh, dang. <laughs> that shit's for life. Corwin's like, deferred, deferred, <laughs> deferred. <laughs> Corwin's like, pay what you can. And, and then college loans are like, ooh, that check's not enough. Millennials, their double D's are deferred, deferred. He's like shaking his head like he's saying something <laughs> clever. <laughs> yeah, what's your Christmas tradition? Mine started or holiday as, tradition. It might sound sad how it started, but however, I think I take nothing back of how I spent my teenage years. It was in hindsight like, oh, the the divorce is going to happen soon with my parents, my brother and sister. It was a year that this started, I believe, was the year that my mom and dad gave each of us a crisp hundred dollar bill. And they crisp. had to say to my brother and sister, you cannot spend this on drugs. Crisp. During that, you know, like everyone's like tension constantly in the house. I went on the computer and watched College University. It was a Newgrounds Flash animation cartoon I watched that on Christmas, and every year since, I now have it on DVD, I watch it every single Christmas, or Christmas Eve, whenever like it's able to do it, to the point where I'll message the Lowbrow Studios, which is what that college flash animation project became. They they now do stuff for like, uh, Adam Ruins Everything. Mm-hmm. If you see any animation really on that, it's by them. And last year, I messaged it saying like, you know, watching the DVDs, do it every Christmas, and then the guy who owns it responds back and says, my Christmas tradition is similar, but it's eating the unsold college university DVDs. <laughs> and and then I'm like, oh, dude, I, like I laughed and I thought it was funny. And then I don't get a response back or a like, but I'm like, yeah, this dude's busy. Also, it's like where he's at, it was probably like 11 at night. On yeah. uh, on Christmas Eve, and then I get a response back that it is a. He quickly drew a picture in the college university art style of him just chunky eating college university <laughs> DVDs. I was like, yes, that, that beautiful. That dude, Mike Parker. If I were to, if he were ever to go to like a convention, I and I were to meet him, he's probably a person that I would like. I couldn't talk to. I would start crying. Because <laughs> he he has been so integral uh, in like my my comedic taste because he also did clock stoppers on college humor, player haters, Sonic for Hire, and Mega Man dies at the end, which he did with two other people from Tomorrow's Nobodies. That was another animation group that I enjoyed on Newgrounds. So I hope that he goes to a convention and that you go, so that 
you're just sobbing in the middle yeah, of the convention floor. I would. But in addition to this tradition now, and a tradition edition, oh man, it's an edition of tradition edition. My name's James, and the edition this time is Nicole and I walk around the neighborhood and look at lights. You also have another tradition. What's that? Watching Matthew TA with me! Because we're going to do that again, y'all. Don't know what we're going to talk about because we already watched it, but we're going to talk about it. We'll just get a guest. We'll get a guest. It'll be fine. Whenever we redo a movie, it'll be be fine. We'll just need a guest or a new guest. (laughs) We're going to listen to the episode. We're going to say all the same things and we're going to re release the episode. No, but that's such a great idea. You think it is, but Comedy Bang Bang in their early days <laughs> did that. And it was a, it's very frustrating. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Where it is them, tr- they clearly listen to the episode like the day before and yeah. then try and redo the episode. And yeah. I'm like, oh man, guys. Oh man. Oh boy. Oh, jeez. Uh, all off. And then what was tradition edition? Um, make the Yuletide. I don't know where I was gonna go after after that, guys. Sorry, this episode's been so bonkers. <laughs> but let us know your tradition edition. Let us know your holiday or um, this time of year traditions. Whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate. Let also, us know what you what you want to do. Every year we go back home. And we'll go around the city with Nicole, her mom, her brother, sometimes family friend Ben, and sometimes I think Ashley comes with, maybe, maybe not. We go to Wesco, which is a local gas station chain, but they also have, it's also like a bakery and stuff like that. We get hot cocos, cappuccino, whatever, and at night we go around looking at lights and we, before we leave the driveway, we say, hey... I have star decorations. So if you see a star, you add one. And then whoever like sees the most of their decoration wins. But I don't think you win anything. It's just, hey, we did this fun thing. We did this fun thing and um, I won. So get used Bow to down. it. Exactly. For the Shit's Creek episode, yeah. I have a few things. Moira saying, David, you can step away now. Hilarious. She takes the spotlight. Take the spotlight. David, you could, you're could. you a little too close. Oh, when they were singing? Yeah, and she was like, all right, it's my turn. Read the guest list. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Regarding the guest list. Great, beautiful. Uh, 12 days of Christmas, but it's one day with 12 bottles of wine. Uh, that's my new tradition, y'all. You're welcome. Please don't do that. I'm not going to do that. That's death. I just also don't like wine that much. You'd have to graduate I would to have that. The only, so usually I don't get hungover from alcohol and stuff. I don't, that doesn't happen to me. So the only thing that does do anything to me is wine. If I get wine drunk that same night, I will get a little bit of a headache. So I just take some ibuprofen and I'm fine. But man, if I, when I drink a bottle of wine, I get the shits real bad. You don't drink wine. And I also don't do that other thing. I'm ladylike. Take the shits. Once I hit puberty, it's sealed up and I don't do that anymore. (laughs) Y'all backed up. No, I just. It's okay to poop, y'all. But I don't do that. This, 
usually would be the other way around where you're the one talking about something disgusting and I'm the one going, oh, I'm the one going, oh, this that's is not a, me. This is a bit from Mostly Speaking Sentai and Teresa from Ranger Command, Eric and Teresa, they're yes. married. Teresa didn't know that bit. When I just like drop like, I don't do that. She's like, well, what What do you mean? Like, are, are you like constipated? You should like see. see. And I was like, and I was like no, no, I just don't have that down there. Like the anatomy is gone. And she's like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, Teresa, I forgot, does not listen to the show. So someone who is just fresh ears listening in on this is like, oh. I would just go with it. Yeah. Just go with it. James doesn't have that anatomy. Bye bye, guys. Bye bye. But how um, do I get to my prostate then? <laughs> hey, yo. The struggle's real. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I know Corwin's tired because my friends have agreed to give you one last chance. Yeah, such a real sentiment. If someone, if I had like someone who I was with and then I was no longer with them and then got back with them, my friends would definitely be like, Mm, one chance there is one one last chance that's it oh i thought this was that the boyfriend from the beginning of the series watch the series okay it's fine um all of my friends love nicole and i'm so glad oh uh corwin one guy saying selling these trees for a special price and johnny's like oh great yeah the christmas spirit is a special price and he's like yeah it's higher it's a surge price. <laughs> surge the price demand. the day before Christmas. But Corwin, I'm glad all of my friends like Nicole. Yes, beautiful. I love Nicole. Okay, that's what I was looking Gee, for. I didn't know that needed to be prompted. Nicole or some, said at all. Nicole sometimes feels insecure that she's like, man, I don't have friends. And I'm like, you literally have everyone in the Marshland Media group. It yeah. loves you. What are you talking of about? It's Nicole. Yeah, see, Nicole, are you listening? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if she, I think she's eating right now. Is she eating Corwin? Uh, I can't see her. I see a laptop. Oh, yeah, she in a donut. Yes, the donut I gave her. She said, Eat it. she said, and some, I think, I don't know, and eggnog. Oh, man, Beautiful. that's a treat that can't be beat. I got donuts on the way here because I saw a specific kind of donut at this donut place. Um, I saw a plain cake donut, and those are just my jam. I fucking love plain cake donuts, and they never fucking have them at this donut shop. And I was walking by, and I saw out of the corner of my eye in the bottom of the display those donuts, and I was like, oh, and curved right into the shop and panicked and bought all of them. He did, and he (laughs) told me this. I bought all five and uh, was like, yeah, and then I told Nicole she could have one. And then specified that she could have one because I'm greedy. So plain cake donuts are your jam. You want to know my jam? Jam. Strawberry. Strawberry jam. Ooh, and I'm not Nicole's that jam. grape. I like strawberry more than grape. I like apricot or um, my mom used to make peach preserves and mm, good old peach preserve. When I eat grape stuff, my lips just go... It's uncontrollable. <laughs> I'm like that little girl from the commercial. <laughs> Your lips do what? <laughs> Is that the mullum kiss, y'all? You got to rewind and do it. 
Oh, oh God. You know, the, you've seen that commercial, right? I can see a little girl doing this in my mind, but I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. She drinks some grape juice and she goes, it might not be Smuckers. I used to think it's Smuckers, but... Smuckers makes some good good peanut butter. She drinks it and she and goes... jelly. Delicious. It just makes your lips smack because it's so tart but good. So tart but good. What if you found out that that was a bodily reaction you shouldn't be having? It's like your body saying, ooh, I don't want this. And they're just promoting it. Of It would be like this gasoline. It's delicious to drink. Oh, and when you drink it down, you chuck up real hard. That's the Exxon way. And it's like, no. Why are you promoting that? That's the... I mean, that's what, what they do with our environment, James. Yeah, it pukes all over it. It's making the earth puke. Yeah. James, come on. It also makes it go from being a chilly little boy to a hot little daddy. But also a frozen wasteland. Oh, man, guys. Our planet's hot as fuck. But also <laughs> gonna murder us. What if anyone's done that angle? Oh, our mother earth is pregnant for the third time. I'm That's pretty a reference sure there are probably, you know, what's that rule where if it exists, there's porn of it? There's oh, oh, I'm not saying th- there's rule 34 of Mother Earth. There definitely is 100% yes, absolutely. rule, rule 34 of I wonder Earth. if there's of Earth and Venus because they're sister planets just like Mashing 100% genitals. that exists. Stop uh, saying just, these things. <laughs> but the planets, the, like the planets no. have faces on them, not like I, embodied no. as humans. Stop it. Like they're not anthropomorphic no. versions of these planets. It's just these planets with faces on it, cartoon style, just friggin' like the old, it. like the, that, like the moon face that you see in like cartoons. Yeah. You know how it's like yep. a face face. Yeah. But like on the earth. Just like jamming Florida into Venus. Oh my God. Because that's the penis of Mother Earth. (laughs) It's so small. I mean, in retro, like it's a big thing. So small, scale wise. But still, it's big. Ah! It doesn't even like that. you, You should at least be like Mount Everest. Okay. That's huge. Dang, yeah. But no, like it sticks up into the sky. It's just like plunging the tower up. All right, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm bye bye. <laughs> I'm done with that. Um, the last two notes that I had is uh, let's go. I've had enough waking hours for one day. So um, that's a mood. And who says that? Myra Rose, of course. And she says that while gifting for trees. And have I asked a lot from you this year, Moira? And she goes, What do you mean? Emotionally? So. Yes, beautiful. That's my... Has anyone asked anything of me? In what aspect? Are you talking about emotionally? Because you're asking a lot right now from me. Corwin, I only ask of you to be my friend and come here once a week. Once a week to talk about gay movies and then uh, and then uh, also, you know, just gay media in general. Yeah! And uh, and then I I make you watch stuff. And sometimes Schiff arose for some weird reason. And then you uh, tell me you want to watch something and I go, no! I, re- I might do that as a one-off. Oh my God. And Pee Wee you know the house. You know the day that you can release it, 1230. That's how, that's how long you have to watch that. All right. And do it. I, I don't want to watch it. Don't you have to get a guest. Me. Nicole, I, I'm going to talk about it. I'm mostly speaking Sentai. <laughs> Nicole, because uh-huh. it's just... Nicole, it's insane. Doesn't think Pee Wee. Nicole is afraid of Pee Wee's Playhouse. I also dislike it. I'm not afraid of it. I just, 
that was a thing that anytime I saw anytime I saw anything peewee on TV or anything like that, I was like, nope, mm-mm. Not it's today. amazing. It was a staple in my household. My sister had even Not the today pee wee. Even had the pull string pee wee. Oh my god! He went, huh, huh. but ah. then then he stroked out and was like, <laughs> I have a bit where picture Toy Story. We don't do bits on this show, James. And Andy's pulling <laughs> Woody's string, and all the toys are looking, and it's like there's a snake in my brain. Or break for the and then the they're like, no, what, what is Andy doing? We need to help. We need to help. Oh no! And then like the screen flashes to black, and it says the first sixty seconds are the most important in a stroke, and uh, it's saying like, oh, he's having a stroke, but like the kids just keeps pulling this string to make it sound weird, and then they're on the outside like, no, and it's a PSA for. Guys, if you sense this first signs of stroke, act quick. Isn't it? It's an acronym. It like is like face or something like that. It could be. I don't remember what it is. The only face I know is from Nick Jr. I know if, it's like if you're if you can't move your face, if you can't raise your arms over your head. I don't remember. This acronym's real bad. I I know. It, I it's like face <laughs> arms something oh arms know. okay yep that's yeah. the a i i don't i don't think it's face i think it's something else i'm uh, just confusing i think the it. c is cat calling oh my like God. if you can't do that anymore if you can't cat call you might, you be, might be a boomer a oh having a stroke uh and then e is for uh energy that big <laughs> dick energy y'all we're not medically certified to give any advice so sure don't ain't. listen to us we're just making shit up right now. Yeah, That's guys. That's just what's happening. Let us know. First signs you know, of stroke and acronym. you know the signs of stroke, I mean, I could Google it, but we're at 47 minutes, yeah. so it's been a long episode, like a normal-sized episode, even though we watched something that was, you know, half the length. But we did a tradition edition. Tradition edition. Corwin, so we're going to take those traditions this year. What's the ding-dang? The ding-dang? Plugs you got? The ding-dang plugs that I got? Um, I am plugging... Saltbox Theater Collective, that's the theater company that I am part of. Um, we are doing a show, uh, Turn Here Sweet Corn. It is a one-woman show. Come check it out. It's in January. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful. So check it out. All the information's in the description. Also follow them on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff, at CoreWinning. CoreWinning. Duh. And uh, yeah, follow, follow at this movie's gay on all of the social media as well. And if I'm not, you know, posting enough, just yell at me, and I'll do it. I'll post something. I'll, yeah. ma- I'll take a selfie and I'll post it. You're supposed to post, baby. Hey, I'm supposed to post, baby Yoda. <laughs> Guys, help us out. Donate on mlmpod.com forward slash donate. We just got a new computer, and also it's probably coming up around the time, maybe in a March, that we're going to need to renew the Wix or, you know, our it, web domain stuff. Corwin, we don't have time. It's fast. Oh. Facial drooping, arm weakness, speech difficulties, and time to call emergency services. Uh, we were right on the speech thing. You can't cat call. I knew it was about face and arms. Yeah, baby. Knees and toes. Knees and toes. And plugs. 
and also check out my other podcast for real guys what? please if you enjoy this you might enjoy the other podcasts on this network such as mostly speak and sentai you heard from my guest earlier i mean my co-host but she's a guest <laughs> here uh the pseudo guest we had today nicole jacus my love at darling homebody yeah we talk about the source material of power rangers the super sentai series it's a japanese kid show but it's super bonkers and amazing but you don't need to know anything about that to pay attention to the show because we're mostly speaking about it mainly going on tangents it's oh. sort of like this show where we mostly talk about it but then talk about other things and sometimes even less. Uh, yeah. It's a lot more manic because... Uh, I. It's because, yeah. Nicole doesn't rein me in as much as a nay Corwin does. Then check out What the Hell Mouth. That's with TC and Anissa. TC's been on the show. We're talking about Buffy. But that show, we actually talk the least about our subject matter. And if you're into storytelling, fantasy, Dungeons and Dragons, anything, check out Hit It and Crit It. It is a show I do with other guests such as Rudy, Jose, and Corey. We're doing Dungeons and Dragons. It's great. The next episodes coming out are fucking amazing. It's so good. You can start from the beginning. I came aboard on episode 19 if you want to start there. It's pretty much like a soft reboot where we we touch on things that have happened in the past, but you really don't need to know. But if you want to go back, listen to those as well. And Marshland Monster, check that out. And check out Crumbums and all that stuff. Um, and also, I just want to, you know, take a moment to say, to shout, plug, um, holidays are hard, can be hard. Uh, for people in the queer community and all of that. So if you are having those difficulties, uh, there are a lot of resources available for you. You can find them online. Um, one of the things that I know some people also struggle with is finding a place to like belong and things like that. There is a website and a blog and stuff called Your Holiday Mom, where these moms and people write a letter like basically describing what Christmas would be like if you were in their home and like welcoming you. And it's very lovely to read. So, you know, that's one of the things that I read every year. So check it out. So I just want to plug that. And also, if you are struggling with things, reach out. And that's all. Yeah. Thank you. And guys. I've been. Oh. No. And guys. No, that I was oh. going to say. And guys, I've been James. And guys, I've been Corwin. And I'm a James. And well, bye bye. Oh, and no, this bye. has been this is movies no. gay. Bye. bye. Glorious. Is that a Christmas song? I don't know. It's Silent a, night. No. Glorious. Nicole, is that a Christmas song? What is that from? Oh, Are you just singing? Phantom? I think it's like. I no, I think it's like a a a, a hymn. It's a Christian type song, isn't it? Glorious. I've literally never heard that in my life besides from you. Glorious. Guys, if you know what that song is, if you can decipher from the melody I just sang, let me know in the comment below. Also, leave us a five-star review on iTunes if that's where you're listening. Bye-bye. Bye.
This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.